0: On this special edition of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast, quarterback Trenton Borgay joins me to talk about 2022, Kenny Dillingham, and more. Let's get into it right now on this edition of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast.
1: Our Locked on Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Locked On Sun Devils podcast, the number one source for everything Arizona State, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Richie Bradshaw, and I am joined by quarterback Trenton Borgay for the Arizona State Sun Devils. Trenton, thank you so much for popping on with us today. Appreciate you. All right, so let's go ahead and hop into our conversation. So the first thing uh, we're going to talk about is the 2022 season. Uh, overall, Trenton, what was that, what what was it like for everything that kind of went through at three and nine, but up and down, there were times that there was a lot of promise for the team moving forward, but what was that overall like for you?
1: Uh, didn't turn out the way we wanted, you know, with our record, um, but, you know, I was uh, excited to, you know, play, um, you know, it, it stinks to, you know, get an opportunity, you know, when you see the starter go down with the head injury. He was able to bounce back, but you know I think our, our team did a great job of you know competing every game, it didn't matter it down or up, um, but really just pushing through. You know we had uh, coaching change and we had a lot of injuries and stuff like that. and you know, you know, played to the last whistle to the last game.
0: Yeah, and speaking of coaching changes, Herm Edwards ended up uh, getting relieved of his duties three games into the year, and Sean Aguano took over, and it felt like there was immediate change in the culture. The the Utah game, while the score didn't reflect it, it felt like you guys kind of came out more passionate. I know we talked to some of the guys press conference after the game, like Nesta Jade Silvera, who said that you guys felt like you had your best week and everything. So what was the initial reaction to Herm being fired and Sean Aguano being promoted?
1: It was a surprise to all of us to, to have a co- coaching change like that. You know, we all enjoy playing under coaching. Uh, Edward, everybody pretty much was recruited by him. And, and, you know, to have that coaching change, it was kind of, you know, just came out of the blue. You know, it, it's a business and in this professional football, you never know what's going to happen. And, you know, when coach Trump, um everybody was locked in, everybody was excited. And he brought in, a, a, you know, a different passion and just energy. You know, playing music all the time at practice was, you know, one thing that stood out to me, you know, just vibing, you know, throwing a little Wayne in the background, you know, playing. Um, but, you know, just trying to have fun with it. You know, it's still a game, and at the end of the day, and you know, I think he just, you know, he just brought in some some new details that we needed.
0: Yeah, definitely. I remember that that was one of the things that they highlighted was the music was playing and everything, and just the vibe was overall better. uh what was what was Aguano like moving forward when he had taken over the play calling duties? It felt like some of the guys had started to take off when Aguano decided to start calling the plays for the offense.
1: Yeah, you know, so, so offensively, you know, the plays didn't, didn't change, but, you know, the, the tempo changed as well. Um, So, you know, just, just trusting in Coach Iguano, what he was calling and making sure, you know, to spread the ball. You know, I, I'm i from Arizona, so I knew what Coach Iguano was capable of calling plays and what he was doing at Chamo, And, you know, I was, you know, I used to watch them on ESPN and watch them in state, you know, win a lot of big time games. So, opportunity, Um, you know, to be the quarterback and to be the guy that you know that's throwing the ball around around that uh, Ochoano
0: What did you think about your performance so Emory Jones was named the starter at the beginning of the year uh the offense was kind of coasting with him it felt like it could have been better but it also felt like it could have been worse but you know Emory goes down with a horrible injury against Washington you come in and pull off one of the biggest upsets in college football. I mean, a three and nine Sun doubles team took down a ranked Washington team. What was that experience like the first time you got to see the field as the starter and get your name called?
1: Yeah, you know, I, I was super excited. You know, it had been a long time, you know, coming. guy. Um, you know, I never left the field playing, you know, quarterback and wide receiver and defense, too. Um, you know, I prepared the last three, three years like I was a starter. I um, mean. You know, know making sure if my name was ever called excited uh, to go out there and help the team and you know uh the the whole team as a group you know we played a great but it it was definitely a a day to remember
0: yeah absolutely obviously the circumstances not ideal with emory getting hurt but i mean you got to come in and you pretty much took over for the remainder of the season what was it like to be the starter for basically the second half of the season and definitely it felt like this, the offense just got significantly better with you under under center.
1: Super excited and just blessed to to be given the opportunity. You know, walking on at ASU, you know, three, I'll never see the field. So, um, you know, to fast forward to four days, and I, I was the start of the, uh, the second half of the season. And, and, you know, doing everything with a purpose. Like I said, you know, preparing each and every day and working working hard to get my opportunity and to make the most out of it. Um, you know, it was a great year. Um, you know, like I said, to you know, we, we made some big plays here and there and excited to build off of it and get ready for next year.
0: Gotcha. That's totally awesome uh, to hear all of that. I am curious. I know you've talked about it a little bit before, but what was it like to play Arizona as the starting quarterback for the team?
1: Growing up, I'm from Tucson. So, you know, from the time I was born to the time I was 14, I, I never missed a home game. For, um, You know, growing up, that, that's the university I wanted to attend, and you know, uh, at all God's plan. And at the end of the day, yeah, it didn't work out for me to go there, but I wouldn't change it for the world to to, to be a Sunday. It felt a little different being on the away side um, in that stadium. But you know, to have my family there, I think I had over. 100. we were in the zona zoo, but we're rocking the the gold T V sixteen shirts. Um, like, like I said, it wasn't at the end of the game, but it was definitely. Uh, I was definitely blessed to be a part of that rivalry game and I'm excited to more in the future.
0: Real quick, I want to talk to you guys about Built Bar. If you're looking for a delicious treat, but don't want all the fat and calories, you got to try Built Bar. We just got through the holidays and I know my goal is to le- eat a little healthier this year. And if you're like me and want to eat healthier, but don't want to compromise, then I got to tell you, you got to try Built. With Built, healthy is actually tasty. They're delicious. You won't think they're good for you and it's perfect for your New Year's resolution. What makes them so good? Well, for starters, they're covered in 100% real chocolate, and they come in some unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and coconut almond. I'm not sure how Bill does it, but these bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros. And what's even better is they're healthy. They're only 130 calories. They have four grams of sugar and a whopping 17 grams of protein. And now you don't need to wait around to get a box for years we've been talking about ordering your built bars at built.com but now you can go to your local walmart or sam's club and pick up a box for yourself head to your nearest walmart today go to the pharmacy section and grab yourself a box of built bars you can pick up a four bar box of cookies and cream double chocolate and coconut puffs if you're close to sam's club run in and grab a 13 bar box with our hit flavors brownie batter and churro you can thank me later. Check it out. Get yourself a built bar right now. And as always, make sure that you check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast as your second listen of the day. Let's go ahead and get back into our conversation now. Trenton Borgay on the pod with us. Trenton, switching gears a little bit, The the Sun Devils decided that obviously they needed to go in a different direction from Coach Herm Edwards, and that decision they made was to go with Kenny Dillingham. So Just overall initial
1: thoughts and reaction to when Kenny Dillingham was announced. What'd you got? I was super excited. You know, when you look up Coach Kenny Dillingham's, you know, resume, you know, know, the stops he's been at the last couple of years successful. And, you know, this year, Oregon was a a great offensive team, you know, scored a lot of points, had a, you know, Bo Nix had, you know, a a top five quarterback season, you know, this year with just a lot of quarterbacks in the nation. So, you know, super excited to see, you know, how they distribute the ball you know, in the run game, pass game, screen. Um, you know, it was also exciting that coach Dillingham, he's from Arizona. So, you know, this is, this is home for him. He's very passionate and I, I just can't wait to get to work with him.
0: What was your first conversation with the coach when you got to meet him, introduce yourself and everything? What was that kind of like?
1: It was right after our team meeting and he already knew who I was. Said He remembers watching the Washington game and come into the game like that and, and to come out victorious and you know he would he would watch some games here and there if he's super excited and and you know he can't wait to get to work
0: what's it like knowing that dillingham is an alum of the university graduated back in 2012 he got to work with todd graham and mike norvell and he's followed norvell all around before heading the organ, but What's that like knowing that this is a guy who is completely invested in Arizona State? He's invested in the Valley. Obviously, you've got the hashtag Activate the Valley that's been trending for quite a while. What's it like to have an
1: alum be the head coach? I think it's super cool. You know, for me, I want to coach in the future and to see how his career's taken taking off. That's kind of taking off once I'm done playing, whenever that that is. Um, but like I said, you know, he's from Arizona this is home uh, that it's a point that we know that, that you know he, he doesn't plan on going anywhere you know he hopes to build a an, uh, uh i don't get why he couldn't do that you know this is a great, great state great weather you know we have a lot of zona and we're, we're right next to cali and texas where uh, other states with you know great recruiting guys that we can get that this is home, home for him he doesn't want to go anywhere and so to know that your coach isn't you know looking at other jobs or, it's super exciting and i, I just can't wait Yeah,
0: no, he's mentioned that this has been his dream job. And I know that that's one of the things that gets me so excited is knowing that this doesn't feel like a stepping stone for him. Mm -hmm. He decided during his, or not during the press conference, but he announced during the press conference that Sean Aguano was going to stay on the roster. How, how powerful and like emotional was that not just for you, but for your teammates as well to know that the guy who was able to rally everyone that get together wasn't going anywhere.
1: We're all super excited you know to have coach Aguinaldo stay on staff you know he did a he did a really good job of you know keeping the team together you know we really you know we we love coach Aguinaldo. you know he made sure to say that to us as players and we say backs and at the end of the day we had his backs as well so super exciting that he was able to stay on staff and you know coach, which that was his job previously um but you know to me he's a coaching legend i've been telling guys all the last couple years you know this guy is you know he's he's that a lot of big-time wins in Arizona and as good as a coach person so to have that on staff and to have somebody that's coming back from last year that still knows a lot of us huge for Coach Dalyham to be able to get him to stay on staff.
0: Another interesting name that's coming to the staff is Bo Baldwin previously with Cal Poly he's got a lot of offensive play calling experience which is why he's the offensive play caller have you gotten to talk a lot with him yet or what all have you gotten to discuss with the new offense coordinator for the team?
1: Yeah, yeah you know, I was just talking to him uh, yesterday, as a matter of fact. I you was know, start start meeting with him, you know, personally and, and as a quarterback room and really start to get this offense. Super, super cool to see, you know, where he's been the last couple of years. And, you know, he coached, you know, Cooper Cup at Eastern Washington. And Coach Hill, who was our OC a couple of years ago. So just, it's, it's crazy how small of a world it is in the football world world um get get to work with him and coach
0: Dillingham. Awesome. What is the what's the culture kind of like now with Dillingham in there but Aguano staying? What what kind of seems to be the vibe that's kind of going through Arizona State Sun Devils football team?
1: We're hungry, you know. We're we're hungry, you all know. Right. This isn't you know for two years or three years to build, you know. Right now we're we're excited. You know, spring ball is about to be here, you know. It all starts with coach Joe Connelly the strength staff you know starting in a week um lifting but everybody's excited we're all here to win and you know we're excited for that first game
0: that's what we like to hear 100 what are moving forward uh towards the towards the fun finality of this podcast what are some of your goals expectations for spring practice that'll be coming up here it, it's gonna come a lot quicker then it feels like we're in 2023 now, spring practice around the corner. Do you have any goals set in mind just for yourself or the the offense as a whole?
1: Yeah, you know, I can. You know, at the end of the day, you know, it's a, it doesn't matter about who else is in the quarterback room or, you know, like that, but controlling what I can. So, you know, continue to, to, you know, get stronger, faster, making sure, you know, I hit and, you know, we got to really start, you know, it's a brand new offense. It's pretty much a brand new team. Um, you know, so making sure everybody's on the same page and just making sure we're getting better each and every day and, and competing with one another. What do you think, starting with the guys
0: that are returning Elijah Badger, Giovanni Sanders, Jalen Conyers, all of them absolutely hit another gear this year and are all returning? What are your thoughts on those guys coming back, maybe from a brotherhood standpoint or maybe from a play standpoint of being able to keep throwing the football to them?
1: Yeah, you know, I'm super excited you know i made sure to you know talk to them you know those, those are my off the field as well you know i have those guys over at the house you know watching watching madden or playing madden you know ball outside um you know i'm super excited you know they had great years you know they made me look good because you know a lot of those but you know i trust them when it's a 50, 50 50 ball it's pretty much a 70 30 ball you know i, I believe in them catch and at the end of the day you know i i think we still have a lot left in store you know i still haven't do you know? And you're in Geo and Jalen. We have a lot of other receivers that, that can make great plays. So, so, I'm excited to see what they, Coach Dillingham and Coach Baldwin's offense. And I think it's gonna be super exciting.
0: Little off topic. You mentioned playing Madden. Who's the team that you like to play with the
1: most? I like to play with the Bills. I I think with Josh Allen okay. plays like like I would if, if I was a coach or if I was a quarterback. So I I would say the Bills.
0: Gotcha. All right. Fair enough. I mean. I can, I can see the reason why you'd want to play with a dude who can run and might have the strongest arm in the league. Back on topic a little bit, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of guys coming to the program as well. You've got some brand-new running backs like the Carlos Brooks and Cameron Scadabo, and you've got some receivers like Jake Smith and Xavier Guillory. Like, there, there's a lot of new faces as well. Have you had a chance to speak with any of them yet or even practice with them?
1: Uh, no. I think they're starting to move in um, week in the next couple of days. You know, I've reached out through Twitter and stuff, you know, commenting on, on their posts, but, but I'm super excited to meet they We're all here. We're all Sun Devils. Um, you know, we're here to compete with one another, but push each other to be better. and the
0: There's going to be a lot of good competition this year and looking forward to the 2023 season. What are some expectations for the team as a whole? You mentioned you guys are hungry. This isn't a two to three year project. What are what are the goals you're looking for?
1: Yeah, you know, I think at the end of the day, in the country, you know, being close with, uh, you know, offense, defense, special teams, everybody just bond well together, the field as well, like I said. But at the end of the day, you know, just working hard, making sure that, you know, it doesn't matter what the, outside, the projections are from ESPN or Pac-12, but just controlling what we can and trying to, you know, go, go like I said, you know, once we get to the season, you know, trying to go one know each week. Wins and losses aside, what can we
0: expect from this Sun Doubles team this year?
1: He's you know, trying to give it give it everything we got to, to come out successful each week, and you know just just play for one another for the university. And you know it's going to be super exciting. I, I can't wait to see you know the the spring game super pack. You know, Coach Dillingham's doing a good job of you know promoting that out, out there to try to get the fans back. You know, you know, hopefully a big thing. You know, try to get just try to activate the value, like he said so you know i can't wait for for the next you know spring ball we'll be here like that and before we know it you know it'll be uh that that game night against southern utah
0: one last question for you and then i'll get you out of here do you have any personal goals for yourself like are you looking for like four thousand passing yards or 30 touchdowns or are, are there any milestones that kind of stick out to you as you head into this year
1: you know for me yeah you know i always. As a personal goals, throw what I can, and at the end of the day, I want I want this team to go one to zero each week. So, you know, I think, I think as long as then, then those personal goals will will be accomplished as well. Awesome, dude, uh,
0: Trenton, thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate your time, and I know that the fans appreciate it too. Any final words for for us before we get out of here?
1: Uh, I appreciate you guys having me on, and I hope to see you guys soon. For awesome.
0: Trenton, again, thank you so much. This has been the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. Until next time, you keep it locked right here on Locked on Sun.